everybody. Merry Christmas. I hope you guys are having a great Tuesday. Great. Uh oh, now my music decides to start. Anyway, I hope you guys have had a great weekend. Moving, moving your way into the week as we get going. Uh, we're getting going right now. If I can get my notes here, got a lot of stuff happening this week. But I hope you guys are having a great week and have had a Christmas season. A lot of things happen. Trying to get a book out. If Peggy, if you're watching, I'm working on it. Um, but yeah, we're trying to get our book published right now. Our latest book is going to be uh, just a conversation away. And it, we talked to you about walking in and out of heaven and, and talking to the Lord and just a lot of really, really cool experiences in that, but also helping you to deal with the hard seasons that come up in life. And this is a perfect time to talk about that, actually, because I know the holidays can be very, very hard on some with regard to um, trying to you know celebrate without people that you had. Uh, that you once had around and that were once a part of your life. And so we wrote this book to try to help people to work through that process and to find hope in the process, but also to find healing in the process. And so we hope you enjoy that. We're going to be publishing it through Book Baby. Again, it's called Just a Conversation Away. And, and I'll even put it up here if I can find it. I hope I have a copy somewhere. Somewhere. Here it is right here. This is the copy of the book as we're going to be, um, let me see if I can make that a little bit bigger for you to see. That's, that's the release date was this year, but it's by Margaret Rowan, myself. If you know anything about Margaret, she's one of our sponsors and she's a phenomenal designer and, and don't let anything fool you either. You know, just because of your level of success in life doesn't mean that you get to avoid any heartache in life. And, um, and, and everybody goes through something. Everybody's going through something. And so I want to thank uh, Peggy. I love her deeply. She's a dear, dear friend and also a family member, but also just a phenomenal designer. If you've ever caught her stuff, go check her out on uh, margaretrow.com. She does a lot of red carpet events and uh, she's been used to dress the stars. And so not that that matters. It's just her. That's what God gifted her to do. And she's very, very good at it. We want to thank her for her support and her sponsorship, as well as Faith Clicks and Smack Talk Radio. Always really grateful for our sponsors and what they contribute to and helping us to do here. So I hope you guys are having a great holiday season. Hope you guys are getting all your shopping done. But uh, as for you and why you're here today, I have a phenomenal word for you today. Um, and it's called The Turnaround, Dealing with Corruption getting ready for the double. And you know what? I don't know why. It's not letting me see my chat. There it is. There y'all are. How are you doing? Good afternoon, everybody. Man, y'all snuck in fast. It's good to see everybody. It's good to see everybody. Hope you guys are having a great Christmas season. But that was so weird. It wouldn't let me see y'all. Last time I couldn't see y'all, but now it just popped up on the screen. So glad I get to see y'all. Happy holiday season. Go grab a copy of that book. It'll be out in January. Actually, we're going to be going to publishing this month but it'll be out in 2023 to help you guys but yeah so where are we at where are we at i think today's word is going to so encourage you as to where we're at as a nation where some of you are at individually if you have been faithfully seeking the lord and faithfully doing what he's telling you to do i think god's got a great christmas present for you which is himself. It's always himself. And that sounds like a generic can of green beans. But when I get through this message, you're going to be like, oh my gosh, this is huge. 
This is absolutely huge for the rest of my life. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Because when you're faithful to do what he's telling you to do, he's faithful to do his part. He says it in this word. He said, if you seek ye first the kingdom, I'll give you the desires of your heart. That's what he says when we put him first in all things. And so today, ironically enough, you're going to think, oh my gosh, but what's the title before I tell you what today is? The title is called The Turnaround, Dealing with Corruption, Get Ready for the Devil. Okay. The Turnaround, Dealing with Corruption, and Get Ready for the Devil. And if you don't think about today's date, it's the 13th. And I normally never talk about numbers and things like this prophetically, but I feel led to talk to you about this today because of what the number 13 means. And let me tell you, before I tell you what the number 13 means, everything around my life has been talking about the double, 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 so much so that I'm just like, wow. Okay. So I got it. <laughs> I got it. You mean the double Lord, the double. And then it was confirmed through a major prophet on Sunday. His name is John Kilpatrick. Hello, sir. Thank you so much. We appreciate you so much. You and your wife, your precious family. Um, but we do appreciate him very, very much. Um, but we're starting to see this. We're starting to hear this in lingo for the prophets. If you haven't been listening to the true prophets, listen to Kent Christmas, listen to John Kilpatrick, Kat Kerr. These are the ones who have been standing with God the whole time and not wavering. That's a key, not wavering. You don't want to get caught up in wavering in 2023. I'm telling you, I've known it from the very, very beginning. It was a test. It was a test when people, when we thought that we had lost, we thought that uh, we'd lost our country. We thought <clears throat> our president had lost, which he didn't. Um, we thought that it was over. And they said, the prophet said that would happen. They said that would happen. And so, now we're entering into this place, but I knew by the spirit, even then, when the prophets started speaking this stuff, that it was a test. It was a test to the body of Christ to see how well you trust God, how much you trust God. Do you take him at his word or are you flesh driven? Hence, we entered into a test as a nation, <clears throat> a test as a body of believers to help define who was operating in the spirit versus who was operating in the flesh, which is what today's word's about. But the number 13, first of all, pardon me, a lot of people try to make the number 13 as if it's an evil number. <clears throat> and it's what the devil's gotten a lot of people to believe. But if you know anything about what the Bible says, it's a great number of promise and blessing. Did you know that? The number 13 is actually a number of blessings given by God. <clears throat> and everywhere, Everywhere around me is the double. It actually means the double. Did you know that? So I want to preface this conversation today with that truth that today is the 13th. God is confirming himself in twos or more. He's showing up all around us now to start telling us, <clears throat> hey, you're on the right path. Hey, you're right in alignment. You're right in alignment with me. And by the way, I'm getting ready to bless you. I'm getting ready to bless you beyond measure, <clears throat> beyond anything you've ever seen. So you don't have to be afraid of evildoers in this hour, says the Lord, because evildoers no longer have power and they're no longer driving the ship. I am so sorry. Please pray for my voice. Um, but God is now driving. If you know anything about the hour we're standing in, he's now driving those evil money changers out of your gates. John 2, 15. You've read that scripture where it says that Jesus 
told them to get out of my house. You're no longer making my house a den of thieves. He's no longer putting up with that anymore. Not in uh, the spirit, not putting up with it from people who pray strange fire or participate and commit treason with the enemy by mixing the holy with the unholy. He's not putting up with it anywhere. So people that are stuck in the Zodiac versus or in their flesh versus choosing to operate in the clock of God, in the heart of God, which is what Ezekiel will teach us you how to do. We teach you to walk through the heart of God and to abide in him while he abides in you. So all this year, we've been dealing and fighting with people who were choosing to align with the enemy instead of aligning with the king. Okay, we've been having to learn all year long how to fight strange fire. Okay, because many have been mixing the holy with the unholy. And the Lord says, that's not going to be accepted in 2023. Matter of fact, if you get stuck there, but many people have, if you don't choose to come out of it, the Lord says, you're going to sink. You will sink. So this is what the witchcraft has been hitting many believers with as they have tried to infiltrate the church. They've tried to infiltrate the body by uh, having and releasing macro spells over the body, which have influenced the body in their thinking and they're believing in their heart conditions <clears throat> to where they were beginning to mix and, and respond in their flesh instead of staying in the spirit and abiding in love and doing what love says is right. What love shows us to do because love knows the better way, right? There's a way that seems right to a man, but the end is death. If you stay in the flesh. So witchcraft, we were already seeing the turnaround in our nation with arrest. If you didn't hear about that, go watch the news. Extraditions are happening now. That's a huge indicator the turnaround's happening. It's beginning, which means the enemy of your soul, witchcraft, is also under arrest. <laughs> God told me that today. I was so excited. Okay, there you go. So, but the remnant now is having to come up to a point to where, and this is the good news for you, to where witches and Satanists no longer control your destiny. <gasps> that was the battle you were in all this year. You were fighting your way through for destiny. They can no longer control it. And they know they've lost the war. And ironically enough, pardon me, I was sensing this the last two weeks thinking, well, this is wonderful news if I'm sensing this correctly. And today he's confirming it too to me. He's like, yeah, when you, whatever you see in the natural is happening by the spirit. Okay. So you've got to learn how to compare and contrast. It's, it's just a depiction of whatever God's doing in the spirit. It's happening in the natural. So you got to learn to look at the natural and then look at the spirit. Compare and contrast everything all the time, all the time. So they're under arrest. Their power is under arrest. They're losing power and they no longer have the ability to steal from God's people any longer on these higher sides of the mountain. Hello. So you're able to climb with ease. Hallelujah. You're able to climb with much more ease. Woo. And I'm happy. I'm so, so happy. Let me tell you why I'm happy. Because for 30 years, I've known that they have somehow been hijacking a lot of believers' lives and a lot of believers' destinies. And the Lord's saying, now it's my time. It's not the devil's time. The enemy got out of time. It's my time. And it's my time to start showing off my true remnant, my bride. Lord says, I'm coming back for a pure spotless bride. Lord says, I'm, I'm defining now. I'm sifting now to show you who's who and to show the world who's who. So all the people trying to give this false illusion of who they serve versus who God knows they serve. 
They're kidding themselves. And God says, you're fixing to see. Watch. Watch. The rocks has been moved away and Jesus has been resurrected into glorious power. And now we're stepping with him in that power, that resurrection power. Hallelujah. So where the enemies in past seasons, the Lord says, have hidden themselves. The remnant has now come up to a point, the true remnant where they can no longer be stopped. Oh, praise God. Praise God. And the enemies in past seasons, see, if you know anything about the devil, the devil never does really. I mean, if he gets arrogant about it, yeah, he, he always overplays his cards. But we're living in a season now where we have not just the enemy's people, but even supposedly people that say they're serving God, they're giving lip service to it, but they've hidden themselves on all these seven mountains, but also in the church, in the church to try to dupe God's people. And they've done it behind the guise of another face to make themselves appear innocent when all the while they were the ones perpetrating the evil, not just on the seven mountains, but against God's people. This is witchcraft. So, and this is where I have compassion for the sheep in this sense too, because sometimes just because something looks like, tastes like, sounds like, doesn't mean that it is. All that glitters is not gold. You've got to be able to discern in this day and time. That's why God told us earlier in the year, he said, test the spirit. First John 4, 3. I want you to make it second nature to yourself to test the spirit when you go into any environment. And just because somebody is your friend, that doesn't mean they're always on. Doesn't mean they're always hearing God. You got to, this is why you have to make God first in everything. You have to make him first in everything because all that glitters is not gold. And, and if someone's heart condition is wrong or if they're open because of unhealed areas of their life, that means they're open to hear any spirit that flows through them. <clears throat> and so you've got to test the spirit. And, and just because they're your friend doesn't mean they're always on. I just had to correct somebody the other day. Not like it's my place and not like I've got it all figured out. I've had my share of correcting. But we don't always hit it right. So we have to test the spirit. We have to make him number one. It's to keep ourselves safe and aligned. Okay. He's got to be number one from here on out. He has, he should have been number one from the beginning. But we're learning to see how the enemy's hidden himself and how he hides himself. And then the Lord's saying, but wait a minute. He goes, I'm using it for another purpose. I'm using the enemy's ploys for another purpose in this hour because I thought a lot of people were like getting really, really concerned. And they're like, Dr. Missy, how do we recognize this? Then how do we know the truth from a lie anymore? You test the spirit for one, but for two, the Lord's using it in this season where he's using them as a sifting piece, if you will. And he's showing us who's choosing the flesh over the things of the spirit. And so what's happening in this hour is that, God is using people that choose witchcraft, that choose to stay in their own ways, that choose to do what's right in their own eyes. There's a line of demarcation being drawn in the sand right now. So your sin will find you out. There's no hiding anymore from who you truly are. Not anymore. If you didn't get free in past seasons when God has given you ample opportunity to get free, God's saying there is no more room for hiding anything anymore. You're not going to be hiding with the devil. You're not going to be hiding your real heart condition anymore. You're not going to be hiding your sin anymore. God said your sin will find you out in 2023. I told you the prophetic words were going to start coming forth. 
So this is another prophetic word, actually. Your sin will find you out. And if you don't know anything about my other uh, words, not mine, the Lord's, uh, that he's been releasing, starting to release the little blippets and nuggets where he's saying it's going to be a year of mega pressure for people who haven't been obedient and getting free. It's going to be a year of major inner healing and major skipping levels for people who desire to become freer in the Lord. That's just a smart, well, not smart, but a, a quick overview. Excuse me. And so the Lord's saying, I'm using this line of demarcation in the future, right here, right now. It's already started to separate those with evil hearts who continue to do what they want to do instead of what I'm telling them to do while getting my true sheep ready for war for the future. So he's separating the sheep from the goats. He's showing us who's who in the church. And and it's like I told you, you know, in C4, I told you C4 was going to be a doozy this year. Um, It's a doozy because if you know anything about C4, C4 is the highest pinnacle of the spirit. We've got the, the part of God's heart, C1, C2, C3, C4. C1 is the washing of the water of the word. It's where we meet with God at the first part of the year. We get the bloody battle off or the blood off of us as warriors from the prior year's battle. That's a Dan. That's a tribe of Dan. When you start getting washed with the washing of the water of the word and you get cleaned up from past war seasons, you come into a time of rest. You're trying to take that reprieve to get cleaned up and get deliverance. Let me stress deliverance. Heavy month of deliverance, January, big month of deliverance, New Year's resolutions. You get new promises as you move before the king in February. And then you start seeking him for those new prophetic promises and you present them to the king and to find out what's God's will, what's not. And then you're moving into further blessing to get ready for the blessing, ready for the decreeing, ready for your New Year's resolutions to be activated that's going to be coming through you by the way hello and that's through your decreeing a thing decreeing a thing decreeing a thing as you start having those words tested in c2 that's where you come out of the old and into the new and that's a refining time and that's anything you didn't get free from in the prior season the c1 season you move into c2 you start moving into that war season now you're going to start warring through judah through aries and then you're going to start Moving and plowing through Taurus. I'm going to give you both sides. That's the Zodiac and the and the uh, the tribal. Get it up on the board here. So make sure I'm quoting the tribes correctly. Sorry. Uh, through Issachar. You move out of Judah into Issachar where you start plowing. And then you move into the fire. That's that crossover time to see if you've been inspected by the Lord. Through the ninth of Av to see if those dreams in your heart were of God. If you're in alignment with him, because the whole time you're moving through quadrant two, you're being, you're battling to attain the mind of Christ by battling strange fire versus Holy Ghost fire. You're being prepared by God to move through the eye of the needle and you have to be invited in. You can't just come in any old way and say, well, he loves me. He loves me. Well, yeah, he loves you. Sure. He loves you, but he's also got to be true to himself. He's got to be true to himself. And so while you may be great in your own eyes, that doesn't mean that. He thinks you're so great. Have to be, I'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news there, but he sees us for who we truly are. Well, we don't always want to acknowledge who we truly are before him in our own hearts. So does our heart match his heart by that point to be invited into those higher places? And so that brings us into our earth and vessel side. Have we been made into a better version of ourself? That's quadrant three. And I'll take you through that. We'll get into a little bit more about that in uh, our next talk. I'm getting off base a little bit. But 
So that's the purpose of you understanding how serious it is from this point on to listen to the Lord, listening and obeying him when he tells you to do the smallest of things, because it may be a test. It may be, it may be a door for you to enter into a bigger season for your own life. But if you disobey and you continue doing, you're led by your flesh, then how will you know? You're not going to have that discernment capacity. So this takes us into, I told you C4 would be a doozy year. Why is it a doozy year? Because we've got a lot of influx of demonic activity now with holy angel activity. I told you there are more that are forced than are against us. Second King 616. But because of the witchcraft fight that's going on, they've released everything they've got. And so there's a lot of witchcraft in the atmosphere that it feels like you're kind of fighting your way through C2 still on. For those of you at the lower sides of the mountain. Those of you who have chosen to come up, you're getting really major. You should be getting major uh, insight all of a sudden. And I told you this is what C4 would bring. Major insight into next season. I'm so excited. Okay, so let's move on. I'm so sorry. That's just, I am excited because next season's going to be so much. It's going to be so good. So good. So, um, So this is not a bad word for people who have been obedient, by the way. This is wonderful. This should be music to your ears. So this is preparing you for the battle of the heart of the nation. Okay. But it's also for the battle of the heart of your destiny. You're fighting for birthright. You got to keep fighting. You got to keep going. You're almost there. And so there are more for us than are against us. And God's preparing the nation to come back to the heart of the king for those who will listen. Hallelujah. So, you know, last week, you know, it's funny because my mom and I went out to eat one night and we made the mistake of going to this particular restaurant. I'm not going to say the name. Um, and I could sense the somberness in the atmosphere, even when we drove up to this restaurant and we went in and the heaviness, oh my gosh, the heaviness and then the depression. And I just sat down and got a salad and I'm sitting there and this depression came on me. And I thought I wasn't depressed when I walked in here and I forget, you know, Prophetic vessels are like little walking, talking radio towers. So we have a tendency to pick up on everybody's stuff. And I'm sitting there with my mom across the table. I go, do you, you, is this just me? I go, I wasn't sad when I walked in here. I said, I'm just depressed. And I said, I'm so sad. And I said, I I just, and she said, this is awful. This is not, she's like, this isn't you. She says, this isn't me. She goes, get your salad, eat your salad, let's leave. I'm not lying. We were there maybe 30 minutes and we walked out of that place. I've never felt, I've never been so glad to walk outside in my whole life. I walked outside and it was like a breath of fresh air. It's like, ah, I can breathe. Take that depression blanket off me. It was that bad. But what it did was give me insight into where the hearts of many Americans are at right now. They feel like there's no hope. They feel like it's all gone. It's going to hell in a handbasket or whatever they were thinking. And so um, God used it, though, to show me that, look, even though you think one thing is happening, just don't be so quick there. Don't be so quick to jump on that train. Don't be doing that. Stay in alignment with me because I can turn things around on a dime. (laughs) That's, That's a saying my dad used to say. He God can turn it around on a dime, which, by the way, was the topic of conversation per John Patrick Sunday. So hallelujah. God's confirming himself in twos and more. So do you understand what we're walking through? 
Do you understand what we're walking through right now? Um, we're walking through a test. We're walking through a test. And it's a test to see why our hearts want to be around the true and living God. Did you start to miss the king? Have you missed his presence? I know a lot of you may be thinking, maybe, maybe not. Maybe you're like me and you start missing. And I'm not saying live back in the past. That's not what I'm saying at all. But you start missing the love in people and the goodness in people. And you start missing those times where people wanted to do right by people. And they wanted, and it was a noble thing to do goodness, the good, the pure, and the lovely, to stay aligned with love operate in that holy place of God so it's a test to see who you want to serve you know that's where we're walking right now that's where we're walking so where the Lord's saying in this hour were you just here to get the next thing you were praying for it's a test to see what your heart's desire really are about or to build your own name or or better yet a platform or a house that only God can build why are you here he's saying why are you here because God says, if I was even in it at all, Lord says, this is a season where I'm coming for kingdom. I'm coming for kingdom builders. I'm coming for people who are on fire for me. Not the religious right. Not the far, far left. They're both dangerously, they're equally dangerous because neither one of them know God. God says, I'm coming back for people who want their house in order. They want to help me. They want to work with the Lord to let him realign their houses and reorder their houses, reorder their lives to where they can get their lives back. But you first have to know why you're here. You have to know why you're here. So the Lord's saying, were you just here to help people? Maybe, maybe your heart was to help others, to serve God and his people because of his compassion dwelling within you. Because that's the true mark of a true shepherd. That's the true mark of a true sheep. Did you know that? I'm hitting you with a lot, I know. But, and don't get distracted by Santa Claus over here because he's not the reason for the season either. But this is the line in the heart of every man. It's a line of demarcation to distinguish who you're in the earth to serve. You're either here to serve God and his people which that's why that's what love does. Love is others oriented. Well, you're here to serve yourself. And it's not just around this Christmas season when you go buy somebody a pocket knife or something like that. That's not a sign of love. That's one token of love. But love loves through the storms. It loves when things are are good. Uh, it loves when things are bad. It loves at all times. It covers a multitude. So again, who are you here to serve? Who are you here to serve? You need to reevaluate and do a heart check. And by the way, there are four times in the year, by the when we're working through the heart of God, we're going to be talking about it this year. We're going to be talking about the four junctures in the heart where God does heart checks four times a year to give you an opportunity to get realigned. 2023 is going to be a completely different year for walking with Ezekiel's will. If you haven't gone over, I'm not trying to get off track. I'm just telling you point blank. You need to go over. And you need to go check out our new, let me see here, our new station. That's our new station behind Santa Claus. I'm sorry. In front of me. I'll put it in front of me. You can see it. 
that. It's Monday Night Live. You need to go check it out. Um, and it's because I'll take it off right now. But um, you need to go over and subscribe. Thanks, Cynthia. You need to go subscribe to it because we're going to be doing something very, very different this year to help you get ready for 2023. For those of you who are seriously wanting to find a place to belong, we're opening up the doors of Ezekiel's Wheel to help people find a place to belong, help you connect, to help you get cleaned up, to help you get in their healing. And I want you to consider doing that. James, please consider doing that. We love you deeply. Anybody else on here that you're just watching by replay, we really do love you. But God has given us a strict mandate that we have to adhere to. And, and it's a strict mandate for the body of Christ that from this point on, you're not going to be here to serve self. If you're really serious about God, you're here to get changed. You're here to get cleaned up. And God is here to help you if you're serious about getting that help. So, um, and I'm not trying to point you out, James Covino. I just know I had a conversation with him about wanting to get subscribed. And so go check that out, please. We'd love to have you. We love you guys very, very much. We're here to help you. We're here to serve you. And uh, that's why we, we've we had to wait on the directives of the Lord to find out how to do that um, so that we could do it in an orderly way. And then if you're serious, then God takes you to the next level. Um, praise the Lord. <laughs> um, okay, good news. So, But God takes you to the next level if you're serious about doing that. You can become a member of Ezekiel's Will and you actually join. Um, it's like 20 bucks a month. We're not here for your money. That's just a seed to you to get you connected to the anointing. I don't get a dime of any of your money, by the way. You don't work for me. I don't I don't get paid by you. Um, God pays me. But it's to help you step into deep inner healing. And that next level is where you it's like two years, by the way, of complete immersion in the Lord, where you're going to step into a process of such fast paced deliverance. It's going to blow your mind. And I stand by that. I really stand by that to you. Um, but you're going to love it. You're absolutely going to love it. You'll have a place where you belong. And, um, you know, God God gives good things to those who wait. That's all I can say. We we just have had to do it his way. We don't have a choice. But that's that's what he's, that's the, the directives he's given us. And uh, so that's what we're doing. So we're going to open our doors to you. We're looking forward to working with you. Let's jump back into the message. So you have to understand why and what you're walking through okay you have to understand when you enter into a test and you have to understand why you're here um, because now god is saying the truest sign of love is the sign that a heart is willing to serve others and not self that's the truest sign of love that love is abiding in you that you're abiding in him and i believe that god is now beginning as of a week and a half ago to build his spirit for the new move on those vessels who have made room for him in 2022 they made room for him at the end did you make room for jesus at your end within your temple did you make room by getting a space and place ready for the lord to land on because he can stay there all year long. It's not just at Christmas time. It's not just for the Christmas season. So those vessels who have are now seeing that influx of love's power. And I mean it. You should be sensing a sign that God is landing on your vessel, by the way. Not just because of the witchcraft. I told you this was going to be happening. I told our people this was going to be happening. You should be feeling like a little bit of fatigue. A little bit of spiritual fatigue. But if you press through it, it'll lift. And that's going to, and it's going to come off you really quickly as that new sign 
that you've moved into that new part of God's move, readying you. He's readying the body for revival, believe it or not. So it's a major sign of growth in love and that God's power is right behind it in prayer. This is what I've been noticing the last week and a half, the last week and a half. And so your old enemies, and this is the best news of all. I love this. God is so good. Your old enemies that hit you this last season are losing power. They're losing power and they're going away now so that you can rest and have a great Christmas because your obedience and getting free and to make room for the king has served you well. It served you well. So now the Lord of Lord and the King of Kings is here to deal with those enemies. He's dealing with them. And many have been demoted without even having knowledge of that. Some with knowledge, but others are just falling into the background of the spirit because God's saying, I'm here to deal with them. It's not your responsibility anymore. It never was your responsibility. And what he was trying to get us to see in the test is that when we do things God's way, God will take over the battle and he will start dealing with them in no uncertain terms. And I don't have to know what that comes and looks like, but see, because people have gotten so controlling in the body, they've gotten into manipulation and control and into the flesh. They don't know when to relinquish control. They don't know when to stop battling and to give the battle to the Lord. The battle is not mine. The battle is the Lord's. Don't be like the tribe of Dan. The tribe of Dan lost their land. Because they didn't know when to stop battling. So that's another topic for 2023. We'll stay here. So, but many have been demoted. And God says, let them. Let them. People that are falling back in the spirit, your enemies. God says, let them. Let them fall backwards because they chose another way. Instead of my way. Instead of love's way. But for you, face forward and continue to march. Because I most definitely have a blessing in store for you this holiday season and beyond. You faithful ones are stepping into some of the best days of your lives. Days of plenty and overflow to where you will step into the Joseph mantle to where your vessel will be used to help get many people free, says the Lord. So 2023 is a year of major equipping, major growth for some who choose to participate in major healing. Hallelujah. Which brings us to Obadiah 1, 1 through 21 where it talks about when believers are duped to their own demise. I was shocked by this message today, by the way. The first part is what the Lord had shown me before I started writing the message. But if you know anything about Obadiah, it's only one chapter. And hallelujah, it's only one chapter. But it's also an example of the fight between Esau and Jacob. Hey, Brenda. Or the battle between the flesh and the spirit. I told you this is what America has been fighting. Um, I give you the overview when I talk about America. That's an international federal level. But I give you the overview because if I give you the overview, it tells you what's going on underneath it. It's affecting all seven mountains. It's a battle between the flesh and the spirit. If you're operating in witchcraft, you're in the flesh. If you've gotten free from the flesh, you're coming over into abiding in the spirit. But if you haven't and you're still demanding to do things your own way, then you get what you get. So, but it's a battle between like Jacob and Esau. And it's a depiction of when the Edomites, this is what we're seeing in the body right now, help the enemy to come against their brethren, which is a great description of what we've seen going on in the church today with so many not having had their vessels cleaned up, 
So they're prime candidates for the enemy to use them for evil against those they supposedly had fellowship with. We've got friendly fire going on. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We've got friendly fire going on like never before with people using the holy for the unholy. They're decreeing a thing, decreeing a thing, decreeing a thing, and they don't know when to back off and let God fight their battles. They're trying to force things to happen, Jezebel. Manipulation and controllers. Manipulative controllers. Trying to play God over other people's lives because they're still so caught up in the spirit of religion, so caught up in trying to be their own God. And God's like, you're caught up in the flesh. I'm sorry, Esau, you're about to sell your birthright. Some of them have already have because they were so determined to have their own way. And God said, okay, I'll let you have your own way, but it's going to lead you to death. It's going to lead you. Some, there's a way that seems right to a man, but the end is death. So God gave us ample opportunity to choose this last year <clears throat> to get aligned. And many did not. So they were, they became prime candidates for the enemy to use and it got them disqualified. These were the sins of Edom. But what were the actual sins that Edom got caught up in? Number one, pride, where God promised to bring them down. They were also guilty of looting. And then God said they would be looted. So do you see how every one of our actions provoke a spiritual reaction? You reap what you sow. Galatians 6, 7. This is why you can't always continue on in the fight when when enemies come against you or people do ungodly things against you you've got to inquire from god what he says about a matter i told you this on friday you've got to start making the second nature god what do you have to say about this because if you get a word from the lord it's final he'll deal with them but if you start jumping in this thing on your own and decreeing a thing decreeing a thing decreeing a thing hello Balaam's prophet you become a Balaam's prophet you're doing what's right in your own eyes. You're doing evil in the eyes of the Lord, which make you a candidate for being judged. For judging another. That's not your place. We're not to judge each other. So they reap what they sow, which I believe God is trying to get the remnant to begin to pay attention to their own actions and emotions and how they create much of their own turmoil. <clears throat> we don't have to defend ourselves all the time. And I know that sounds idiotic in the times that we live in, because of how crazy people behave. But I'm telling you, God's main focus is to get them to see him and not you. And that's been hard for me to grasp too, because I'm a warrior. And as a warrior, my natural inclination is to war. But I've had to learn that this year saying, you got to back off of this, baby. You got to give this to the Lord because he's got a better plan for everybody in store. And you know, when you finally get a hold of that and you finally start seeing things through his eyes, you really get perspective. You really start seeing kingdom. And you realize you don't have to fight every battle. It's exhausting. It is exhausting to deal with people who always just want to fight all the time. So God said, give it to me. Just give it to me. So you don't have to defend yourself all the time. Because when the king is in the room, all God has to do is give an order. Give the word. And off with their heads. That's what they said. If you know anything about kings. Off with the heads of those dragons or those who continue to work and aid and abed the enemy. Because in this hour, God is not tolerating treason any longer. That's an act of treason. When you're used by the enemy and you work and abed the enemy. So the king is looking for those who are truly sold out to love. What else got Edom disqualified? They were violent. They were indifferent to their own bad behaviors. They'd, be, they'd be, become 
hard-hearted. They'd gotten a seared conscience. They no longer saw their sin as sin anymore. They thought, eh, God loves me. He loves me. He's got grace for me. Yeah, to a point, but let me tell you, you can exhaust grace. You can exhaust God's grace. And he's like, yeah, but I've been trying to talk to you the whole stinking time. And you have been so determined to do things that were right in your own eyes. I just kind of gave you over to it. <clears throat> because I knew I, you're going to have to walk through that hard-headedness of yours, says the Lord. I knew that that was going to take you somewhere and you weren't going to learn any other way. So I gave you over to it. I gave you over to it. <clears throat> so they were indifferent. And it's where these enemies rejoiced in the plight of God's true people. But God was setting them up to be slaughtered, to lose everything. Do you see <clears throat> how important it is to know when you're in a test, you don't know what the end result is in your test taking. You don't know what's at stake sometimes. And this year and next year and from now on, if you serve yourself, if you continue to fight in your own ways, it will cost you like you've You've never seen before. I can't stress it enough. So they were being set up to lose everything, even their birthrights in the end. So like Esau, <clears throat> who sowed to the flesh, sowing to the flesh in this season is going to begin to exhibit and to show the world which types of seeds are being harvested, what types of seeds you've sown in past seasons. This is a year of harvest. So if you've sown bad seed in, in last season, you've mixed the holy with the unholy, guess who's fixing to pay the piper? Hmm. So 2023, everything these enemies have done to others, even in hiddenness, on all seven mountains, and don't just hide behind that analogy if you're in the church to say, oh, it's just, it's just for the government mountain. No, it's for you. It's for you. For everybody, <clears throat> if you've done evil in secret, you better hit your knees and you better pray that God has compassion on you. But there's still going to be consequences. I have to warn some of you. Every action has a reaction. Just because God's a God of grace doesn't mean there aren't consequences for sin. So yes, he will forgive you. But every action has reactions. Got to take that in consideration. So you see, none of us ever get away with anything in this life. But you do have to recognize your times of testing because testing seasons will make or break you, especially if you fail the test. For the remnant, this is a season where God has now laid his spirit of deep love onto your vessels and onto those vessels who will serve as a fiery component in prayer. I thought that was really interesting. That was really interesting because I know the, the deep love of God. People, the Lord calls us to love one another deeply. And when you develop deep bonds with people and deep fellowships, which is what we try to teach our team members. Um, it was my goal from the beginning because I knew it was a military component where you have soldiers who war together and they develop such deep bonds from having walked through such storms together that they're unbreakable. They're so loyal to the Lord. And especially when they learn about the Lord in love and they learn about his ways. And then they're tested through the Lord against the enemy and against witchcraft. When you overcome things together, it develops a deep sense of fortitude and loyalty to him. 
but also you learn how to work together for the good of the kingdom. So we've been teaching our teams this, and I'm seeing those bonds of fiery love start to manifest in our team members, and I'm loving it. I'm absolutely loving it. And and the Lord's saying, when you start hitting your knees in prayer in 2023, and it's already happening right now, you're fixing to see the enemies who refuse to comply and not leave you alone. The Lord says, I'm fixing to turn up the heat against them. Matter of fact, they're already sensing it right now. They're already feeling it. And they're going to be consumed by God's fire. And they'll go down and never rise again, especially ones who do things in secret, evil in secret. So your sin will find you out this year. Thank you, Lord. We're doing pretty good. Oh, we're doing okay. So it's a cruel thing to stand on the other side when true brothers and sisters need our help, which is what's happened this year. It's happened which showed God the heart condition of leaders, the priests and the shepherds, because some have been demoted now. Or having not stood in truth, which was a prerequisite for 2023. Not standing in truth from here on out again, or taking the easy way out because of fear of what it might cost you, will prove to be many's downfall in 2023. Because God's looking for true nobility from here on out, the good, the pure, and the lovely. And you think, or you may think you know him, when in reality that part of your heart is only self-serving. He's trying to show you things about yourself and you need to get honest about these things. So if it's within your power to help people in truth, you must do so. You have to do so because it's an act of true nobility. When we do what's right instead of what's right now, what's right for you right now, or A-K-A-C-Y-A, I'll call it what it is. Or to preserve our own interest. <clears throat> That's really what it is. That's the world's terms, but I'm going to call it what it is. It's C-Y-A. So when the enemy has tried to quell the voice of God's true remnant. This is something else the enemy's tried to do in this season. God is now shutting down their voices, especially the Balaam's. Hallelujah. Can't give you enough hallelujahs for that one. Or those sheep mixing the holy with the unholy. Again, because when a true king decrees a thing, not an evil king, queen, or priest, those mixing the holy with the unholy, the issue settled. And the, the truly... Uh, what God truly says cannot be changed. It's eternal. So in 2023, it'll be a year of recompense for the godly. And those who hid themselves in darkness will be exposed. And who becomes exposed will shock you. The Lord said to tell you that. <clears throat> Which brings us to Revelations 4, 1 through 11. I've got to zip through this. I've got about 10 minutes. But it's called True Doors of Service. True Doors of Service this year. And I think the hardest thing to me that any shepherd has to grasp is the truth of why they're here. I think that's the, really the hardest part for any leader. Why are you here? And I also have believed and have experienced it myself as a leader where God takes you through testings to test why you're here. Why are you here? Do you stay, you know, for what you can get out of it? Do you... Are you here for because of your love for people? Why are you here? And we've already seen so much corruption on all seven mountains and how it's infiltrated the church. And it's why so many are leaving the church now. But now God wants to course correct that. And he's starting to course correct all shepherds and their hearts. If you haven't noticed that, a lot of leaders 
are starting to change the ones that were uh that are really seeking the love of god and they're seeking to be used by god in this next season they're wanting to go deeper and so they're doing what he's telling them to do they're getting deliverance they're taking those sheep their deliverance they're making sure they're aligned they're not about their business anymore they're about his business and so he wants everybody to be doing a heart check <clears throat> to be asking yourself why are you here are you here to serve yourself or god's people and his sheep because god is now readying his true sheep to come back home back to his heart where he wants leadership a leadership group who's ready to receive them and we have to know who we are first leaders have to know who you have to know who you are first if you've never been taught outside of an apparatus of religion you're going to be in a world of hurt because you're going to base your identity on a false sense of christ christ is not death he's life he brings in the good the pure and the lovely let me see here bye-bye anyway sorry we had some stuff on there thank you but he's he's bringing in people and he's readying that leaders now who are truly serving him <clears throat> For to bring his people back home but we have to know who we are first and so we have to bring so we can show those sheep the way the truth and the life and not a lie he's tired of people living a lie where people walk on eggshells around people and they give this false version of love when their ways have nothing to do with god and and it's interesting because you know this last week I'm not trying to bring the negative up, but this happened around in our area this last week where a pastor was arrested uh, for getting caught in dealing with pornography. And I want to even say sex trafficking, trafficking. I'm not sure, but they arrested him. So I'm telling you, in 2023, when truth walks in the room, judgment's right behind it. We're living in a year now. I told you this for the last two years. God's coming. He said, ready or not. Here I come. So God wants his people to get to know the throne, not the throne in the earth, not the devil's ways or the Zodiac, to know his throne, his heart, his ways, to abide in him, which is the precious. And God wants his people abiding in him as he draws them closer into firepower to where all they are is fire. Walking in the fiery, deep places of love based on 1 Peter 1, where he calls us to love one another deeply. Thank you, Cynthia, for that. Um, where all people they come into contact with, the only thing they see about you is Christ. That's the only person they're interacting with, not you, not your version of who you think he is, but him, which requires a heart of humility. And if we're to see the king show up, we've got to serve his people correctly. We've got to serve his heart correctly. It's not our version of it. It's his. And he was talking about the true rainbow that abides over the throne of God. If you know anything, there's a, an infinity. It's an infinity angel. Yes, but rainbow. Yes, it's a, it's a circular rainbow. And it's indicative of God's true bride, which exists around the throne. But it also depicts the grace of God. So instead of just a half rainbow like you normally see after a storm, 
I believe that God is showing the past warriors from past seasons, like 30 years where you've walked through storm after storm after storm. I believe that for the storms God's people have walked through, this rainbow depicts completion. You passed the test. You've passed it. Now it's the time for recompense. Fruition, finalization, into maturation as a bride coming to be joined with her king. Because this king is not coming back to see perversion, but wholeness and healing and vessels who look like him instead of the flesh. So anyone using the rainbow for perversity, God says, I've now adorned you with the desires of your true heart, just like I'm adorning my bride with the desires of my heart for those who diligently seek me. And now everyone will see who serves who. And shepherds who lose the wonder of the creator cease to become a good steward of creation because of all creation and what God's will in them was to praise him instead of praising themselves. Do you understand that when you fall in love with yourself or you praise self, you act just like Satan did on the trading floors? Did you read that part of the Bible? Which is what got him kicked out of heaven. And this new fiery place, by the way, why I talk about the truth and I talk about judgment being right behind it. This new fiery place is very, very holy. It's extremely holy. It's a place of the Alphanan angels, the seraphim angels, the cherubim angels. Some of them, the Alphanan angels, hold the outer courts. But they also keep the people in the outer courts who refuse to get cleaned up. They're considered the people who gnash their teeth. Then you have the seraphims who are the praisers. And they praise and they make way for the king to come take his place. And then you have the warring angels that are guarding the throne. Seraphims do as well. But they're coming in now. They're drawing in close to bring in the holy presence for the king to come hold court for those vessels who have readied themselves. <clears throat> I'm sorry for my voice. It seems deep. It's because I have allergies. I'm so sorry. I hate that too. Which brings us, we're going to wrap up today as we're wrapping up the Psalms 132, 1 through 18. And it talks about those people who have returned back from difficulty. Those of you who have fought and you fought and you fought and gone through hell to get to this new place in the Lord. The Lord says, this is where those leaders, now it starts with the leaders first, who have a heart like David, are coming in to help sheep walking through difficulty. We're supposed to be coming in to help you rebuild your land and your lives to reflect that of the true and living God. And so when you see love, I don't know about you, the most impactful times of my life, <clears throat> have always been when I was probably at my worst and God would have a truly loving, godly person cross my path that represented the good, the pure, and the lovely. And they loved me despite myself. I didn't deserve it, <clears throat> but who does, right? 
we didn't deserve Jesus, but he still died for us, right? But it, it left such an indelible impact on me because when I run into people like that, when I'm not so godly, or when I, I say, what, it, what do you say, Lord, what did you give me yesterday? It was a great analogy. It's, it's that, that save button. You hit that save button. I'm saved. <laughs> I'm saved. I'm saved. When you're not acting so saved, <clears throat> you hit that save button on your computer. Save me, God. Save me from me. Kind of a thing. Because we live in hard times. We live in difficult times. And it's always, there's always going to be a temptation around every corner to try to tempt you to go back into an old place you came out of. And God's like, I'm right here with you. If you stay near me, if you abide in me and let me abide in you, I'll keep you from that place that once tried to pull you and destroy you. I'll keep you out of that. But you've got to get serious about getting cleaned up. And this is the reason why God wants us to let him take up residence in our vessels and let him live our live his life through us. We abide in him and he abides in us because when we're abiding in the spirit instead of the flesh, we're not so tempted to go backwards anymore. We just want to serve him and we just want to get to know love more because it feels so good to be in love. I don't know about you. It feels so good. And then you start drawing really loving people around yourself. <clears throat> and then that really amps up your, your gift of love in you because you're, you're giving and you're receiving and you're giving and you're receiving. And so love grows in you. It grows in you, which is what his initial design was to have happen. So this is part of God helping people <clears throat> to get their lands restored. It's also a place where God has now sifted all hearts from 2022 and before to see who he could use and who he could not. Who was just here to serve themselves because they wouldn't do a heart inspection and here who was here to serve kingdom. So God's saying, I'm not going to desert my people in their time of need. <clears throat> I never would do that, says the Lord. I finish what I start. And I believe this is part of God keeping his promise to keep David's lineage on the throne of God forever, to keep love on the throne. See, David represents God's heart, God's true heart of deep love. And those that choose to operate in the heart of David, they're the ones who are laying down self. They're not, they don't want to be in the flesh anymore because there's nothing for them there. They realize there's nothing for me in that old life. Nothing. And so the Lord is saying this hour, are you a David or are you still self-serving? You're serving yourself and caught up in the enemy's camp. Because God's people are no longer without a king. There's no reason for you to be there. He's here. He's here amongst us. And he's here to set many free, to give them the power and the joy back, which is where you are stepping into right now. But it doesn't have to be that way. He's opening up the courts for those who choose to get cleaned up. You cannot come before God any old way you choose. Remember, <clears throat> I'm sorry. At the beginning of the conversation, when I was talking about the ninth of Av, when you hit that place in June in C2, you have to be invited after a heart inspection. God, it's an inspection place through the eye of the needle. It's a narrow place. Very few make it through. <clears throat> But it's because they've chosen to get free from the things that so easily beset them. <clears throat> I pray that that's you. So as we wrap up with Proverbs 29, 24 through 25. 
me find out what I'm doing over here. Thanks, God. Um, this is what he states. Whoever's a partner with a thief hates his own life. It means you're setting yourself up for your own, own demise. You become who you hang around. He swears to tell the truth, but reveals nothing. The fear of a man brings a snare, but whoever trusts the Lord shall be safe. See, I think it's important in this hour. I talk about testings and I talk about, you know, our own ways and how we always think it's okay. And thank you, Holy Spirit. And, And that there are times in your life that you don't think are such a big deal. When people cross your path or when people do certain things or try to get you to participate in certain things and without realizing it's a test, it's a test to see maybe you're going to go back into an old way. Maybe, maybe God is testing you to see if you'll be caught up in corruption. Maybe it's a test to see who you're going to serve. Only God knows, but he also knows when it's you being tested and he knows what you've got in you to overcome. And I believe this is an hour right now because what happens and what I'm seeing, and I saw even a week and a half ago or two weeks ago was a situation that transpired where it was so easy to get caught up in the wrong thing. It was so easy because it looked so right. Everything felt so right. And that's how uh, manipulative the enemy can be. It looks like, feels like, how do I feel? Maybe, I don't know. You look at the people around you who are doing the things and you're like, no, but the, no, God, they couldn't do that. Yeah, they can. Anybody is, is apt to being duped by the devil. In this day and time, the witchcraft is too hard. It's, it's too high. So you're going to have to include God in everything, even close people that are close to you because everybody is subjected to it now. We're all walking through this together. So you have to learn how to do this. You've got to learn how to discern a thing and how to let God be included in your decision making. You've got to, especially as a leader, because he's looking to pick the leaders off. Especially if you're a leader. So with that, I hope you're encouraged today. I'm encouraged. When I know what's going on around me, I am super stoked and I know what's happening. I know what's going on in the spirit. And that's why we stay in in connection with the spirit and with the Lord so that we know what's going on. When you know what's going on, you, you, you aren't as apt to get depressed and you're not as apt to get into that spirit of heaviness that comes with the season. Not that it's supposed to be, it's supposed to be a season of joy, but it makes me feel joyful to know when the King includes me and tells me what's going on within his plan. So anyway, I'll leave you with that today. Hope you're encouraged. My name is Dr. Missy. if you enjoyed the 15 minute rev, if you enjoyed the rev, hit the subscribe button, but also share, 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 share with people around you. So they're encouraged as well. We want people to know what's going on around us. We do this on Tuesdays. We also do it on Fridays. So hopefully if I miss you on Tuesday, I'll catch you on Friday. But until then, I want you guys to have a great rest of your week and I'll look forward to seeing you then. And until then, you have yourself a great week. Bye-bye.